Welcome to Widowcast Podcast, where you learn how to find the strength to get through your journey and the skills to coach other widows. This is not your average grief group. This is your journey group. It just may show you the way to make something amazing come out of the emotional pain and trauma of widowhood. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the best-selling author of Widowed and Widow Coach, and I'm a professional certified life coach. Let the healing and your personal journey begin. Hello, welcome back, listeners. It's so happy to be back on the air with this. Listen, before I get started, I want to let you know that the membership site is launching so you can go check this out. It is at widowcoachingcenter.com. If you go to widowcoachingcenter.com, you can read all about what it is. I think it is well, well worth the price. The, there's a registration fee and it covers your first month. And then every month that you decide to stick around in there, um, there's a low monthly fee for membership. And But what you're getting is worth so much more. I'm telling you, there will be... Um, more videos each month that pop in that kind of take you through this personal journey. Um, I have bonus modules in there in addition to the monthly coaches videos going in there to help you work your way through, uh, I don't want to say working your way through grief. Grief stays with us. It's all the other stuff that comes up with it. That's what you need to work through right? So this can help you. As I said, I also have like bonus modules that are totally there. There's a bonus module for rewriting your story. There's a bonus module for building confidence. I'm throwing in a bonus module for stop overeating for permanent weight loss. It's what I was originally coaching as a professional life coach. So many of you asked about that. It is going to have content that kind of drips in over a six month period of time. Each month you get the next group of videos for that six months of learning to stop overeating um, and to take some weight off. You'll learn how to set up a protocol for life. So there's some amazing stuff in there, some amazing value. The Stop Overeating program, the six month program sells actually for $12,000. And <laughs> there is this is like a low monthly fee. This is mind blowing value for that, um, for that fee. So I say, get in there and take advantage of this. I think you'll really, really like it. We will also have, um, a secret Facebook group for all of our members on the site so we can all connect. And I'm going to be doing monthly, uh, Facebook live videos in there to talk to you guys and answer your questions. It's going to be a lot of fun. So go check it out. Widowcoachingcenter.com can't wait to see you guys in there. Go get started. So today, what I, I wanted to talk about was something that came up on my Facebook timeline. For those of you who are on Facebook, you know how 
Uh, some mornings you go to your news feed on Facebook, and at the top of the news feed, it's showing you something that you posted from a few years ago. Like, oh, do you want to share this memory? And I had one come up this morning, and it was a graphic I had made a couple years ago. Um, the picture is the back of a woman. It's, you know, really nothing but a graphic. The graphic says everything you want is just on the other side of fear. Go there. Go there. And here's what I mean by that. All the things that we may want feel so hard and difficult, right? If you set a goal for yourself, if you say six months from now, I want to have done this, this, and this, right? To be closer to my goal. And it sounds like it is overwhelming and you immediately feel afraid, right? And as widows, oh my gosh, especially as a new widow, I had so much fear about so many things. And if I had caved into that fear, if I had let it paralyze me because that's what fear tends to do to us, right? When you're feeling afraid of something, you just shut down and do nothing. It's that, um, it's almost like a natural instinct in the wild, right? You go back thousands of years to when we were living in caves and in the wild. If you saw something frightening, like a saber-toothed tiger, out on the horizon, your natural instinct was to freeze in place. So that tiger did not spot you, right? Because if the tiger saw movement, it would start charging across the tundra or wherever you were to you. Okay. So you see the tiger in the distance and your instinct is to freeze. Well, now we're in modern day times and you suddenly become widowed and you're freaked out financially because odds are you've just lost half of your income, right? Not everybody. There's many widows out there who they're fine financially, but they're still dealing with the fear of not having their spouse there with them to stand beside them. And our natural instinct to this day is still to freeze because of the fear. And the way we freeze, at least the way I freeze in place, is to curl up on my sofa and binge watch something on Netflix, which means that I take no steps closer to what I want because I'm basically paralyzed from taking action. And I think right after Jim died, I was really paralyzed from taking any meaningful action for months. I mean, I was still taking actions. Don't get me wrong. You know, I was still doing things. I was kind of pushing myself outside the box a little bit, um, traveling off into the distance and starting a new job and, you know, but to be honest, I was really like paralyzed on the tundra somewhere as far as being able to move my, really move my life forward. And it wasn't until I could look straight down the barrel of fear and do something anyway. 
It was probably the first time in my life I really experienced feeling deep fear and pushing through that fear. Right? So here's, here's what happens. When you are facing hard things and you freeze and you don't do them, you kind of paralyze your life. But when you're facing hard things and you start to take steps towards it, that's when you start to find out, okay, you can get a little closer, you're capable of it, right? When I first launched this podcast, oh my gosh, I launched this podcast three years ago, maybe almost four years ago. I have to, have to go back and look. It's been a minute, right? And the first time I decided that I was going to turn on a microphone and just share my story with other widows because I knew there was nothing on iTunes for widows, it was really terrifying. And my brain wanted to go into confusion, like I don't even know how to do this. But I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it anyway. And I turned on my microphone and started talking. Now, it wasn't quite as easy as it sounds, because once I had turned on my microphone and recorded it, then I had to learn how to edit it, the sound, and then I had to figure out how to get it hosted on the internet and then upload it to iTunes and Google. I had to create a podcast cover, you know, the little picture you see when you go to look for the podcast in iTunes. And that picture has to meet all these different standards that iTunes sets for how many pixels it is. I, it's crazy. I had to figure out what to talk about, how to convert the recording file to an MP3 so it could upload on and on. I mean, it was hard to even think about. It was scary to do. I was like going to talk and put my voice out there for the world. Wow. But once I tackled it and I went through the steps and once it was all done and it was up on iTunes, I was, first of all, I was amazed that I did it. It wasn't quite as hard as I expected, although, you know, it was hard. I was over the moon to have that podcast up. It was like heaven, right? Once I pushed past the fear, and not even really pushing past the fear, I just allowed myself to feel the fear and keep taking steps towards what it was I wanted, right? And then once I had done all those steps the first time, when I did episode two, it was a little easier and a lot less scary because I had done it before. And I just had to kind of retrace my steps and remember everything I did to create an episode and upload it. And, you know, a year later, I had launched three different podcasts, right? And um, now when I do my podcast, it's almost like walking in my sleep to do all of the technical steps it takes to make this magic happen on the internet that you can just download my voice and listen. It's because I've done it now. I've done it. I've done it. I'm totally capable. I know exactly what to do. Uh, and the fear is gone because I've, I just have total capability to do this now. Total confidence in doing this.
Another thing that was really fearful for me was the thought of writing a book. It just seemed insurmountable. It seemed like some wild dream, right, that I could write a book for widows, the book that I had wanted to read because I went, of course, I think like all of us do, I went and bought a stack of books from the bookstore, brought them home, and um, didn't get far into any of them because at the beginning of some of the books, it was what I wanted to read, like someone was really sharing their story but then it would go off into other stuff and, and I would cast it to one side. And I really wanted to write the book that I felt like I had needed that first year, right? But it seemed crazy. I doubted I even had what it takes to write an entire book, let alone get it out there into the world. I mean, how do you do that? right? How do you do that? Like, do you get an agent? Do you find a publisher? Do you start sending manuscripts around? What do you do? Before I began, there was tremendous fear, um, little belief that I could even really do it. But I, once I committed to doing it, once I committed to just allowing myself to be scared the whole time and keep doing it, my Kindle was up on Amazon before I knew it. And then a New York City publisher sent a contract to release it as a paperback into bookstores. And I was like, wow. And it was so scary and it seemed like it was going to be so hard and difficult. But before I knew it, I had done it. I had done it. Right? And once it's done, like I said, once it's done, your brain knows that it's doable. So the next time you face something that's hard and difficult, it's going to be easier to feel the fear and go there anyway. Because on the other side of hard and difficult is something amazing. Something amazing. You just have to be brave and walk into it. So you find the other side, right? You have to know that the fear, understand the fear you're feeling. It's trying to save you from saber-toothed tigers. That's cool. Thank you, primitive brain, <laughs> right? But you can allow that feeling of fear until still take steps towards what it is that you want to create, what it is you want to do, even if it's just gee, I need to get outside of my house more because since my spouse died, I've been like staying in this cocoon, afraid to even go anywhere by myself. So understand that you can feel that fear and still get dressed, wash your face, put your makeup on, right? Pick up your purse, pick up your car keys and go. And you do it. And once you've done it, it's exhilarating because you've done something you wanted. You were really afraid of it. And then when you did it, you realized there was really nothing to be fearful of at all. It's the only way you break through fear. Fear isn't going to just disappear. It's not like you're going to wake up one day and no longer be afraid. You're not going to wake up one day and say, oh, this morning, I'm not afraid of going places by myself. No, you have to go places by yourself first before you wake up going, I'm not afraid of that anymore. 
The fear is there to protect you, but it's falsely protecting you. It actually is holding you back. So know that, first of all, know that you're not alone with your fear. Everybody's afraid. First time Oprah walked out onto a television studio stage, she was probably petrified, but she did it anyway. Good for us that she did it anyway, because we had, I don't know how many years of the Oprah Winfrey show. I loved that show back in the day, you guys. So know that you're not alone in feeling the fear. Everybody feels the fear. You can allow the fear. You can welcome the fear. Sometimes I actually do. I know it's, it's like, it's a hard sell. <laughs> it's a hard sell. Like, Hey, come feel afraid. Let me tell you how to do it. But now I welcome the fear because I know when something makes me feel fearful, like, Oh, I just, I want to do this, but I just want to like commit to it and then go throw up because I am so petrified. Then I know I'm really onto something good, right? If I'm really afraid of it and I can go for it anyway, I'm onto something really good. And that's how you began taking your life back. You know, we know our life is never going to be the way it was with our spouse, and I hate it when people say, oh, well, I'm just finding my new normal. I don't want normal. I don't want normal in my life ever again. I don't want normal. Does that sound bizarre, you guys? But listen, normal is hiding on my sofa, binge watching something on Netflix extraordinary is when I can allow myself to feel fearful and go out there and do something anyway, even though the fear is there. I can get on an airplane and go halfway across the country to study with a group of people for two days and come back. And it's fearful every time. Every time I travel, I have that little bit of fear, right? I also have that panic of packing. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I'm like the worst packer in the history of the world, I think. But every time I can move through the fear to get to what I want, it's extraordinary. That's the life I want. I want an extraordinary life where I'm experiencing new things all the time. And I'm taking myself to the next level all the time, growing to the next version of me, growing to the next version of me. That's what I want for you guys too. That's why, that's why I teach the widow coaches class. It's a widow coach certification course. I certify you as life coaches for widows. I teach that. I do that because it shares an experience, what I experienced in becoming a certified coach. It was a huge transformation. It is a huge transformation for my students. They move through the fear of doing it. And it's like you get up every morning and you move through the fear again and again and again and again. But every day that you move through fear, you become more amazing, more powerful in creating the life you want. And you get closer to this life that you thought was unimaginable for yourself. 
and you can you can get there moving through the fear. So allow yourself to feel fear. Know that it's okay. It's actually expected, right? If you commit to something that you want or decide there's something you want to do, even if it's just, I want to go to the library two towns over, you commit to doing that. You allow the fear. And like I said, put on your shoes, put on a little makeup, brush your hair, get out the door and you do it. So go out there and live an extraordinary life. And if you do, you will find joy in every day. There's fear every day, but there is also joy every day. So go there. I'll talk to you again next week. 